Hey there, I want to welcome you to the Green Eyes Are a Rarity podcast, where the reflection of the show will be good and remarkable. Hey there, guys, and welcome to the second episode of the Green Eyes Are a Rarity podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Bosing, and today we're going to be talking about the maps of your meaning. But first, if you are listening to this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it if you would go rate and subscribe to the podcast so you have the firsthand notification on when new episodes are released and tell your friends and, you know, help me get out there because I'm super excited about this podcast and um, I would love for you and your loved ones to join me on this journey. Without further ado, let's get started. Now, everyone has their own goals that they try to push towards. Um, You know, a lot of people have a final destination pictured in their heads that's kind of satisfying in their terms. And um, sometimes it takes a couple of steps to get to that final destination. But today we're going to be talking about how to evaluate your personal map of meaning. Now, the first step of evaluation is always asking questions. Now, asking questions is important because it helps you uncover the challenges that you're facing and it generates better solutions to solve those problems. So if you're asking a question, you're not rushing in to provide the answer, give the solution, or take on the challenge. You're just kind of picturing or kind of laying out what the issues are that you're having. So I had located a psychologist on YouTube that um, I was listening to one day and it just kind of stuck out to me for this episode and it was kind of breaking down what your map of your meaning is. And I took a little bit of an excerpt from that. I took some notes here and there from his um, message and I think I'm going to read it to you guys because it's really thought provoking. And, um, so it starts with where the heck are you exactly precisely, you know, razor sharp point. What is good about you and what is bad about you by your own reckoning? You don't have to, you can ask other people, but this is a game that you need to play yourself. What is it that's okay about me and what needs some work? And you got to watch to not be too self-critical now. Because that can be just another type of flaw. The next question is, well, where are you going? What's your destination? Thinking consciously about who it is that you are in an articulated manner and where you want to go and why and how you're going to get there, not many people do that. So when I listened to this message and I kind of pondered it for a little while and it spoke to me on a personal level. Just because, you know, most people have mentorship growing up. They, um, you know, it could be either a parent, a sibling, you know, a family friend, a teacher, you know, someone that kind of leads and guides and gives wisdom and knowledge in certain areas of their lives as they mature. So once they get a certain age, they know what area they want to um step in to pursue their future. And um, I didn't really have a lot of mentors growing up. Um, I grew up in a very broken home. Um, I don't really have a great relationship with my parents. Um, 
it's getting better with my father, but, um, you know, time heals everything as they say. But, um, you know, most people have those mentors in their lives and, uh, kind of evaluating myself to, you know, kind of think of where I am and where I'm going and, you know, trying to figure everything out on my own is, you know, it's very hard. (laughs) It's kind of stressful to say the least. And honestly, um, my first mentor realistically has been my husband. Um, we've been married for almost five years now and he is my greatest supporter. Um, a lot of the times just because of how I, you know, grew up and I doubt myself in a lot of ways and fear sets in and I stress a lot. Um, but he always pushes me to be greater than, you know, what I anticipate. And I really am thankful for that. Um, there's this quote that's out there that says, doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. And I saw that and I kind of thought of my situation and how I look at myself and how I view the world from my perspective. And honestly, it really wasn't until I accepted my fear that I had freedom from all of the kind of chains and baggage that fear brought. Because realistically, too, fear is kind of a a mindset that's without any proof. You know, fear exists on your own um, questioning on how the outcome will be. And that's kind of where fear comes from. And fear is not a fun experience. Um, Everyone experiences fear in their own ways based on their situation or circumstance. Um, You know, it could be fear of losing a loved one due to an illness or, you know, fear of an outcome of a test on a college exam, uh, you know, affecting your grade point average. Um, or fear of the income that you're getting to pay for your mortgage. You know, fear comes in many ways. And uh, guiding yourself through that fear to reach your specific goal and destination, it, it can be hard. For me, I had to overcome that fear. I had to push it aside and remember what the final goal was, the final destination, the final checkpoint on my list, and uh, just kind of kept my eyes on that and pushing that fear to the side. It it helped me tremendously to be satisfied in where I was. So there's nothing simple at all about the idea of being called forward into the strange and the unknown. You know, there's a real adventure that's associated with that. Then also to see yourself as, you know, the sort of creature that's willing to do that on a habitual basis, you know, it's the right kind of tonic for your self-esteem. You know, your self-esteem has nothing to do with feeling good about yourself. There's not any reason, a priori, that you should just feel good about yourself. But if you can view yourself acting in a courageous and forthright manner and encountering the world and improving your lot or your views and taking those risks, you know, you can have something to comfort yourself at night. When you lay your head down on your pillow and you recall your day, 
you know, what you did and what was positive and what was negative. And if you can be satisfied in what you've done to reach your goals for that specific day, then the next following day, you will have a greater satisfaction of, all right, guys, today's the day. Let's do it again. Let's take that step again. Let's go towards that goal. And that's kind of what I've had to do with myself. I've kind of just had to, you know, just do my best to be courageous towards my goals, even if fear tries to take its place and set in my life. Now, the next question that, you know, I've kind of pondered that a lot of people probably have too, is they feel like that they're adrift from, you know, their, their direction, their views, their steps, their goals, and they have no idea where they're going. Now, everyone has their reasons for why they feel like their direction is being, you know, changed, why they feel like they're being led in a different way. Um, You know, despite all of the, you know, questioning and concern for um, the reasoning behind where they're going, you know, there's more to you as a person than you think. You know, who do you admire? Because the instinct of admiration is the instinct to imitation. We are human. Our first kind of dialect for who we are is to imitate. So whoever your friends are, whoever your family is, whatever voices that you have pouring into you, um, whether that be family members, coworkers, um, you know, just, you know, social media influencers, um, make sure you're feeding yourself something that's positive, something that pushes you to greater and to not step back and turn around. You know what I mean? And if you ever get to the point where you feel like that the people around you are not supportive of your future or your goals or those tiny steps to make it to where you want to be, then I feel like it's good to distance yourself. Even if it's for a short while, while you evaluate yourself and where you stand and, um, Sometimes it shows a lot on your character and the seriousness of what you're trying to pursue to others if you have to distance yourself from the negativity of, you know, the voices that you hear that are pouring into you. And, um, you know, I had to do that a lot um, with certain friendships that I had that were very judgmental or, you know, certain family members that I had to completely distance myself from to kind of see myself in a greater picture because no one's picture is painted the same as someone else's. And even if that's family, just because you share the same blood doesn't mean you share the same painting for your future. And sometimes it hurts sometimes to step away from family, but I promise you do what's best for you, even if it means separating yourself. Now think now that if you were the best version of yourself, if you were the best person that you could be, I know that's unrealistic because we're all human. We all make mistakes. But what if we push to be the best version of ourselves? You know, if you decided to live by truth and aim at the goal and you really did that, you put your whole heart and soul into it, like that's what you were staking your life on. Because you're staking something, Who the heck could you possibly be? No one knows. You know perfectly well you could be far more than you are. 
Not to mention the fact we certainly don't know the problems that we could solve or resolve if everyone did that. Imagine that. If everyone pushed to be the best version of themselves. And to think that we would have no shortage of ingenuity and possibility. And if we were serious about making things less wretched than they are, who knows what miracles or positivity that we could you know, provide in the world around us. So the next time that you need a refresher on where you stand in your life and what your goals are, just take a moment, breathe deep, and remember those questions. Who are you? How did you get here? Because everyone has a journey before they even start that journey, really. They have a story to tell. And Sometimes the stories of someone's past, whether it be positive or negative, can inspire someone to begin a greater journey forward. So remember that. Remember how did you get here to your present? And then, you know, where are you now? Don't forget where you are now. And don't forget sometimes looking back at where you were before versus now, it can help you move forward as well. Sometimes reflecting on your past can help you to see where you are and where you're going in the future. And then, of course, the final question is, where are you going? So next time that you need to take a moment to discover your personal map of meaning, don't forget to ask yourself those questions. And that is it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the second episode of the Green As Her Rarity podcast, um, where we kind of went over discovering your personal map of meaning in your future, in your goals, where you are presently, where you were in your past, reflecting on everything that you've done to move forward into the future. That's what this episode was all about. And I hope that you got a little bit of insight and kind of reflection on your own self and the questions that you ask yourself and just meditating on that. Um, thank you guys for listening so much on this episode. I trust that your reflection of the show was remarkable. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> <laughs>